Welcome to episode six of Trust the Process with Lex and Jen. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. (laughs) I can't believe the week is halfway over. I can. I can believe it. It's going so slow. (laughs) I feel that. I really do. A lot of... uh... A lot of weeks recently have felt like that, but I am certainly ready for the weekend. I know. I feel like that's a trend with us, but hey, it's all about loving the little moments that go by. A positive from my week, I had the opportunity to anchor a couple shows, which means I get to sit down at the desk and read off the teleprompter and do news stories like that. And Brennan is the anchor for the show that I did, and she was kind of sick this week so I hate that she was sick but I'm also thankful that you know our boss chose me for the opportunity to do this mainly because it was the most convenient and I was working in the evening time anyway and I didn't have any prior stories ready to go so he's like you know what you're just gonna anchor these shows I'm like okay which also means you produce it and I think that's important to point out like you have to put the whole show together like that's not just sitting there reading (laughs) like you actually have to like know what's happening and know what's going on in the world producing is fun because it feels a lot like puzzle pieces that you put together and stuff that you can move around and then you make it a product that you want it to be so and then getting to present it on air is really cool it's tiring but it's cool i don't hate it i just feel like stuff can change so quick when you're producing, like all of a sudden some breaking news thing could happen and your entire show has to change. And a show you've been working on for like maybe at that point it could be like hours. Like at that point it could be 8 p.m., your show's at 9, something breaking happened, now everything has to change. Both of the shows that I had to cover were successful, so I'm just ready to finish out the week and rest and relax and recharge. So on that note, what is a positive from your week? I'm pretty much known to go to work with like wet hair still because not only am I like lazy in the mornings, I just love my sleep too much to like get up and actually do something. So mostly if I'm there and I still have time before a story, I'll like do it there. Um, However, when I get to that point, I know like personally I just need a hair change. So with that said, I got a new haircut (laughs) as of yesterday. so certainly this far I'm loving it. It's a lot, it's not a lot shorter, but it's like right below my collarbone. I'm like pointing to it as if they can see, but <laughs> you can, so that's all that matters. <laughs> we started a series last week Woo! all about love, the process of love, and of course talked about love and friendships. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. Um, but now we're going to start diving into romantic relationships, what people typically think about whenever someone says relationship. For me, I can say that relationships and romance have definitely shaped me to who I am today uh, throughout my life. What about you? Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> to say it in short, they definitely have. I will say you learn something from every relationship, but now that we're specifically diving into romantic relationships, those, I feel like you almost learn more about yourself through and what you deserve, I want to say, is like where I'll be coming from. I also want to preface this podcast episode as well. We are not professionals. This is all just our opinions and from our experiences. So, listen along, (laughs) but just know um, we are obviously not accredited. (laughs) 
something really cool that I learned a couple years ago is that, you know, most people have different kinds of loves in their lives. And I know there's three. There's a juvenile love, there's a love that you learn from, and then there's a forever love. Uh, and my juvenile loves, I had a couple of them, um, but they definitely kind of taught me a lot in the very beginning of the dating world. Um, but funny enough, I guess where it all starts, when did you have your first kiss? My first kiss? <laughs> Oof. Wow, we're really throwing it back, aren't we? My first kiss was senior year, so kind of held off a little bit, I guess, on that one. I wasn't trying to kiss just any boy. <laughs> but um, it was, unfortunately, in a freaking room full of my classmates senior year because we were at a senior party everybody from the senior class could get in well you're all invited so we were there and they all have themes which was super cool that theme in particular i i remember sadly um it was jungle themed and this guy at the time that i was well again dive into that i was talking to he basically like grabbed my face and just threw his tongue down my throat in front of the entire senior class <laughs> but the worst part of it all is my friends from high school um they somehow got a picture of it on camera <gasps> forever have a picture of my first kiss and it's scarring oh <sighs> oh my gosh march 6th of 2016 at exactly 10 22 p.m i got my first kiss is yours just embarrassing as mine <gasps> No, I didn't kiss this boy in front of all of my classmates. Good. Um, I had my first kiss the summer after my freshman year of high school. A summer love. Sure, something like that. I. It was basically this boy. He was a senior, so he just graduated high school, and I was about to go into sophomore year. So he was an older boy about to leave for college, and I was like, ooh. So we dated that summer and um, just one day we were hanging out at his house watching movies and he just looks over at me and he tries to like grab my face and kiss me and I was like, whoa, wait, because obviously I'd never kissed a boy before so I was a little bit nervous and he was like, oh, you don't want to kiss me, okay. And I was like, no, that's not it, that's not it. So I waited a couple of minutes, we sat in complete silence and then I just looked over at him and I was like, just kiss me. And I was just freaking out. It was not a, it was not a great kiss. And then he tried to kiss me again later that night, and I think I told him no. So, <laughs> um, but it's funny to look back now because I actually I've reconnected with that guy. It was probably like what ten years ago. It's really funny to look back on those times. So. But he was the first boy that I had ever dated, and it really kind of set the standard for my dating life. So we dated the rest of the summer, then he moved off to another city, states away from me um, for his freshman year of college, and I hardly ever saw him, and you know, he was making new friends, and obviously a very transitional period in his yeah. life. Um, he kind of led me on, so I had a little bit of a distorted view of what a relationship should be like, mm -hmm. um, and we continued the almost toxicity for until the following summer so um yeah and he's since apologized for you know the anguish he put me through yeah. 
it was hard in the moment, especially looking back and thinking, wow, I was a 15, 16 year old girl. Obviously, life is not easy for a teenage girl at that age. So just knowing that it was that much harder. But, you know, like I said, I learned from it. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that for sure. That's hard within itself, knowing you're that young. Um, But I think we all have one of those loves or a person in our lives that we were interested in, might not have just been loves, um, but somebody we were interested in that either led us on, or unfortunately I know some people lead guys on too, which is also not great, but it's still part of the process. Tell me about your first love. The first boy that I dated was after my first kiss, not that guy, so push him to the side. (laughs) But this boy was also on the football team. He um, was, what made it really weird is he was also one of my best friend at the time's brothers. (laughs) So that made the entire situation extra weird there. So how fun for me. Going into my junior year, him and I just like, we had an interest in each other. And then that amounted to basically nothing. (laughs) He just kept kind of, anytime he would have um, another girl his own year talking to him, he would not talk to me. So I was like, okay, whatever, that's fine. Um, So that was my junior year. Now going into my senior year, I, in my mind, was like, whatever, that's never going to happen. Fandangled my first kiss with a different football boy, wasn't looking for just football boys. That's just kind of how it turned out. So then after that boy, um, I knew that kind of wasn't going to work out. Nothing really amounted to it. We went on a couple dates, and on those dates, that was one of the first times I realized, like, you can really know if you're going to get along with someone. And on those dates with the boy I kissed for the first time, I just didn't feel anything like honestly he was talking the whole time didn't really care to ask much about me which is weird because that's not the vibe that I got about him so I was pretty turned off right away and we didn't kiss many times after that ending my senior year um this was right before I started at LSU um I want to say in like July or the end of June when you have that like pretty big break before you go to college um That guy from junior year, my best friend's brother, and I sort of kind of like re-whatever that was. Mistakes all around. But um, he decided to show interest in me again, and I fell for it, is essentially what happened there. I had my hopes high after that. I was like, finally, something with this is going to happen. And I don't know if it's just the fact that I don't want to say I was like pining after him, but after everything that happened junior year and then nothing senior year and then all of a sudden that interest again, I think it like in my mind, I was like, oh, finally, it's going to happen. And then it didn't. And he upset me like around my birthday. He was supposed to like come to like, (laughs) he was supposed to come to my birthday party and didn't. (laughs) Wait, that's a total Taylor Swift, Jake Gyllenhaal, like all too well moment I knew kind of situation so he didn't come to my birthday party after he promised he would and that was very upsetting as like a fresh out of high school gal (laughs) and I was sad about it and um very much told him about my feelings and he before gaslighting was gaslighting right like I feel like that wasn't a term yet um so he basically gaslighted me saying oh, I told you I might come. Like, I never confirmed that I was coming. Ever since then, I guess now, like, reflecting back on that time, 
it was hard for me to like move on because I thought I would always have like a chance like thinking like oh maybe next time maybe this time you know um those times never came (laughs) obviously for good reason I think that also like helped frame a lot of like things in my mind when it comes to other guys I talk to and almost put that doubt in my mind um which obviously will come (laughs) as we talk more about romantic relationships um but that was a major I I don't want to say love like I think that's what I thought love was but I don't want to say that was my first love if that makes sense at the time I thought it was now not so much I have kind of an opposite story almost um I didn't realize it was love at the time but looking back I really was in love with this boy um we had met in our theater class I think it was my yeah it was my sophomore year of high school um same time I was talking to the first boy who had gone off to college but you know I created a really strong friendship with this theater boy and you know I was a cheerleader he was a football player so you know we had that connection and um you know we were super close throughout the rest of high school honestly and of course there was a lot of teenage drama now that I'm starting to think about it back in the day like I think I always had stronger feelings for him than he did for me Tell me about it. um but I was just so infatuated with this boy I I don't know what it was we just had such a strong connection um obviously he didn't treat me right because he was a teenage boy at the time who was clueless but um but he was sweet to me sometimes and you know he was a great friend so looking back that's what I like to think about um but I didn't know it at the time but I definitely think he was my first love he got married kind of quick out of high school so he married his high school sweetheart and then they divorced about two years later and then I think he tried to rekindle what we had before. And I'm like, look, man, no, we're different people now. We're going to move on from that. So then after that, who is the next boy? Slash, what is the next boy you want to tell us about? <laughs> so the next boy, um, we started dating, I think it was... Yeah, it was Halloween senior year of high school. How spooky. (laughs) I know, so spooky. He was a football player. I was a cheerleader. But the funny thing was, he was in 10th grade. Was he a mature 10th grader? (laughs) At the time, I thought so. I thought he was very mature for his age. But we dated for about six months. And honestly, the first half was really great. He treated me awesome. Yeah, the second half of our relationship, he definitely led me on. Uh, But he played a lot of mind games with me. It was just, it was dumb. But we went to prom together. It was really cute. But I, a lot of stress my senior year came from that relationship. And we ended up breaking up, I think, a week before my high school graduation. Looking back, I definitely made the right decision to no longer date him after that. But I will say, it did take me a couple of months to get over him. Definitely a juvenile kind of love. Okay, so you'd label that one as your juvenile love. Yes, and the one before him too. Looking back, I definitely learned a lot about my worth and what I deserve. um, Because that relationship really just taught me a lot about myself. And 
yeah. it was great because that's what I went into my freshman year of college with. Mm, I love that too. Yes, I would definitely say um, I learned a lot. If I were reflecting back on it now from high school, I learned how a guy should really show interest in you. What, like everyone's special in their own way, but how does he make you feel special? That was a big thing I learned from those because I feel like that one guy, the bestie bro, <laughs> um, he had a fun way of not making me feel special at times, but other times making me feel like then I was his first choice. Just knowing like what you want out of the relationship is another thing that almost you need to identify within yourself. Um, so with my first kiss boy, I think at that point I was more so just kind of like, I don't even know what I want. And then when he did things, I'm like, not that. That's not what I want. So it almost helped me understand, like, no. Like, that, not it, you know? And sometimes you have to go through those to understand um, what you want. So that, with all that said, those led me into my college as well. But I want to point out, none of those have been my juvenile love yet. Interesting. And I wanted to say what I definitely learned from the relationships from high school is knowing what I deserve and what I can't put up with Mm -hmm. I put up with a lot of stuff from those boys and you know especially with the boy the Halloween boy my senior year I put up with a lot of stuff that he did to me that was not right because I thought okay eventually like things are gonna get better like we'll be back to where we were at the very beginning of our relationship and just held out too much hope mm-hmm. um and it's not a bad thing to have hope but you have to have boundaries you have to have limitations and I just didn't have that back then but looking back and able to learn from that situation I've just learned so much yeah well what would you go back and say to your younger self now that you know all that information Um, If I could go back and talk to my younger self, I'd say, baby girl, know your worth. Stop putting up with these dumb boys. Enjoy your friendships. Enjoy your time you have left in high school. You know, you have so much time to date boys and, you know, just this is the time of your life where you need to focus on yourself. So, uh, I mean, obviously I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything that happened because, like I said, I learned so much from it. But, of course, sometimes I do wish I could go back and talk to my younger self and give her some advice. So if I could go back and talk to my younger self, I would tell me (laughs) this fun new term, which is um, gaslighting that we've all come to know. Um, And just, you know, let her know, hey, this is kind of what's happening in this relationship. Don't also hold out hope. Just know that time's not going to work just like the other half a handful of times like you know move on find someone that is going to truly love you for who you are or maybe like I said that wasn't a love so find someone who's truly going to appreciate you for who you are but also to all of you guys out there if you are needing to hear from someone you heard it from us (laughs) yes do not settle oh goodness if I could scream that from the rooftops I guess our main takeaway make boundaries keep them don't settle. Know your worth. Know your worth, period. Right? Basically. Oh, yeah. I think that what that's what it boils down to. Also, don't get kissed in front of your classmates. And a little sneak peek to our next episode. 
Does Jen keep that in mind? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Does Jen know her worth in college? You're going to find out in our next episode. Yeah. And what about you, Lex? We're going to find out about your first love. Yes, we'll learn about all three of my loves next week. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to trust the process you can follow us on our instagram that is at trust the process pod until next time i'm jen and i'm lex thanks so much for tuning in 